back to the latest Bulb News series, World Dairy Expo Chats. I'm your host, Laura Demmer, and today I'm visiting with Tim Abbott, partner in the now reigning World Dairy Expo queen and newly appointed Excellent 96 Point Cow, Oakfield Solemn Footloose, who he owns in partnership with Mike and Julie Duckett, his wife Sharon, and Viera Dairy. Today we are going to discuss all things Footloose and the experience this team had as they achieved the highest honors at World Dairy Expo. But first, welcome to the podcast today, Tim. Thank you, Laura. We're really glad to be on with you and I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to represent our group and talk to you about Footloose. Fantastic. Well, to start, can you tell us how your partnership with Ducats and Vieira got formed? Sure. It, it's kind of a two-step process. Um, last spring, um, Chris Hill and I were managing a sale for Mike and Julie Duckett, uh, the Duckett Summer Selection Sale, and we were looking for an iconic cow for that sale. And Mike and I had both fallen in love with Footloose uh, the couple years before. Um, and so my wife Sharon and I took a little trip to uh, over to Batavia, New York, to Oakfield Corners, and uh, Footloose was fresh, and we were absolutely blown away with her. So that day. Um, Sharon and I and Mike and Julie purchased Footloose from Oakfield Corners uh, with the intent to put her in the ducat sale that uh, that coming summer. And then uh, as things went on, that would have been in May. And then uh, uh, she went through the ducat sale June 11th of that year. And uh, Vieira's, we offered half of the cow to some people and Vieira's purchased half the cow that day. So that's how the that's how the partnership came about, Laura. So what, uh, when you saw Footloose at Oakfield Corners, what made you, you know, make that purchase or decide that day that this was the iconic cow that you were looking for? Yeah, it's funny. You know, we've been lucky, Sharon and I, and Mike and Julie as well, we've been involved with a lot of iconic cows. But but when when you see one of these cows, whether it's Dundee has or it's uh, – Blexi or or Barbara, they stop you in your tracks. And Footloose was absolutely that. We I don't think we'd ever seen a cow with uh, more dairy strength, uh, more beautiful udder. And the beautiful part for us was she had a pedigree that we loved as well. So she kind of put the whole package together with us. We knew we knew she might you know need a little time before the whole package would come together. But we thought between pedigree and her own individuality that. Uh, she was as much of a no-brainer as any cow we've ever bought. And can you tell us a little bit about Footloose's pedigree? Yeah. So, you know, what we really like is a, a neat combination of bulls, uh, you know, sired by Solomon and a bull that we really believe we've watched daughters get better and better over, over time. And that's kind of what's happened with Footloose. So that, that kind of fits the mode of the, of the Solomon daughters. Um, and she's kind of, typical of what I think the bull does. Yeah. Her dam sold as a choice through the World Classic sale uh, that uh, Oakfield Corners purchased from the Ducats. Uh, and she was sired by Braxton, who at the time was, I believe, the number one tight bull of the breed at that, at that point. So they purchased the choice. And that cow actually went on to be a great cow at Oakfield Corners. She classified excellent 94. She did some regional show winning uh, made huge records, and she was just a great, big, powerful cow. So um, that that Braxton cow was 94 with big records, and so we liked that. 
And then behind her, of course, is Harview Roy Frosty, two-time world champion that the Ducats owned that was bred at Harview Farms in Virginia. Um, and a cow that, again, was iconic in her day, maybe even a little bit ahead of her time, in our opinion. Um, so, and then actually, you know, I've had the fortune of going to Harview Farms and getting to know David and, and Debbie Hardesty and their family for 30 years now. And I've seen Footloose or Frosty's family for generations at Harview. And, I, you know, anybody that's been to Harview say it's one of the greatest breeding herds in the world. So I, I think pedigree, um, you know, deep, deep sire stack uh, and great people behind her uh, would, would be the highlights of her pedigree. Definitely. And you just started to touch on this, but I guess I just wanted to reiterate that, like, this is kind of a full circle moment for Mike and Julie with Frosty, Footloose's granddam being named Supreme Champion in 09 and 10. And now for Footloose to achieve the same honors, I'm sure Mike and Julie shared some thoughts on this. Can you share what this meant to them and to their family? Yeah, it, it's really neat, Laura, because Mike and Julie, um, you know, have been great promoters and great breeders um, and great merchandisers for the past several decades. And, you know, Frosty was the iconic cow of Duck and Holstein. She kind of put them on the map and they've had great success since. But to come full circle and have her granddaughter come back and do it again, I, you know, I'm a historian of the breed and I can't tell you two Holstein cows that close together that have both been Supreme Champion uh, at World Dairy Expo. So even though Mike couldn't join us on today's call uh, because of commitments, he, uh, I know how much it meant to he and Julie. Um, you know, two things stick out to me. One is it's their breeding um, and, and the thrill that you get for having Supreme Champion at Expo is like no other in the business. Um, the other right. cool part was, you know, now they have two children uh, and their children were part of it. And Mike and Julie are great moms and dads, and they're teaching their kids about this business. And it was really neat to watch the kids celebrate uh, with with Footloose and, and with all of us and see the joy that they had as a family. Chloe, their little girl, her favorite song now in the world is Footloose. So uh, <laughs> uh, that that's makes it fun. But it, I think it probably was as great a championship for the Duckett family as as you could ever dream of. Definitely. And um, I think there's a video kind of circulating on Facebook of uh, when she was named, um, I don't know if it was Grand or Supreme, but um, Chloe, Logan, Mike, and Julie were all kind of squatted down at the end of the ring. And when uh, she gets that grand champion uh, handshake, the, the kids are just as excited as Mike and Julie. And that's such a special moment. And I'm glad that somebody uh, captured that video for them. Yeah, and, and for Logan, you know, he's he's not very old, but uh, all summer long, I'd get vi videos and Snapchats and calls at 10 o'clock at night when Logan went out to the barn to feed Footloose and Doc and, and Velvet with Mike uh, for their 10 o'clock feeding at night. And Logan helped do that all the way through. And uh, so he was he was pretty vested, you know, for a for a six, seven year old kid, uh, he was, he was pretty tied into it. He was very proud of his, uh, if, if there was a reason behind why Footloose won, it was because Logan helped feed her every night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, prior to Footloose winning the five-year-old class, then going on to be named Grand and then Supreme at World Dray Expo, what other show accomplishments has she accomplished to that point? Yeah, Footloose started out, you know, bred at Oakfield Corners in New York and the Lambs and, and Jamie Black had really taken this cow to great heights. Um, she was a very popular two-year-old, uh, I believe nominated as a two-year-old, but just a little bit immature. Then she came back when she was a three-year-old and the show was in Circleville, Ohio. And I think she just kind of set her stage for the future. She wowed people there. She was reserve intermediate champion that day and a great show. Uh, was All-American uh, junior three-year-old that year and kind of set the table for her for the future. So as a young cow at Oakfield, she really got rolling. Jamie Black and his team at Oakfield did a great job of developing the cow. Then when we bought her as a four-year-old, um, she was first place four-year-old, All-American uh, four-year-old last year and reserve grand at Madison within a heartbeat, uh, you know, of getting the whole thing done as a four-year-old. So we, we knew she had set the table. The, the amazing thing about the cow is she breeds right back. So we were lucky last year, got her bred right back. And now uh, she took us all the way to the, to the, what I call winning, winning the Super Bowl or the Kentucky yeah. Derby, uh, got it all done. That's awesome. So can you walk us through kind of what you were feeling, the emotions your team showed um, when Footloose was named Grand and then on to the Supreme Champion pick? Yeah, and, it, and it's all relative, Laura, with, you know, with your emotions, right. for sure. But, but uh, in, for Sharon and I in this cow business, I don't know that there's a a neater feeling and we've been blessed to to have champions at a lot of the great shows but um but you know the feeling you're so close and uh you know when he's walking up and down uh doing the little circle around before he shakes the hand of the champion um your heart's just racing because you know you're so close and you know she's in the game and uh you know you're just putting all your emotion and hope into the fact that she is his, his, the judge's choice that day. And right. uh, when, when he actually shakes the hand, it's, you know, for me in this industry, we've had a lot of fun and a lot of success, but, but it, it never gets old. The thrill of watching the cow that you believed in, put money in and have invested uh, a lot of time and effort in is actually the, you know, crown the, the premier cow in North America. There, there's just nothing like it. So the, you know, and, and the emotions are excitement, uh, relief, um, you know, a lot of tears of joy and, and you know, accomplishment. It's, a, it's really, it's more emotional than I think most people would realize. Because I realize it's just a cow show and compared to, you know, family things and health issues and children, it's yeah. nothing. But boy, in our world, it's, it's an incredible thrill. Yes, and... Um, I guess I also would like to say Pierre does a wonderful job of creating suspense in that moment too. And, um, you know, when he's running to go um, select his grand champion cow, it's quite a moment that he builds up for that. And I really enjoyed watching him judge this year's show um, and doing that for his uh, champion picks. I'm, I'm glad you liked that, Laura, because I hated it. If he made one more <laughs> circle around there, I would have had a heart attack. I told him after the show, 
Um, I never, never saw a guy with, uh, with legs move that, that short move that slowly, but, uh, uh, no, he does. He's amazing. He's an amazing breeder and, and judge and showman. And I I'm with you, Laura. It was, it's gut wrenching to watch yes. it, but boy, when it finally happens, I'm sure it's great fun. Yeah. And, and truly, isn't that what it's about? I mean, the, the emotion of it, that that's what makes it. Yes. So Footloose herself as a cow, can you just tell us a little bit about her demeanor? How is she to take care of and how is she at the show, I guess? Yeah, the, you know, the great part of Footloose, the day Sharon and I saw her in Western New York, um, she was fairly fresh and I'll never forget that day. They had put 15 hours of milk in her. And of course, when you buy a high priced cow, you want to see them full of milk and empty of milk mm-hmm. and get up and lay down and eat and do all the things. And that day they milked about 104 pounds of milk out of her udder when she was a four-year-old the day we bought her. Um, And the cow just stood there chewing her cud and led like a queen. And, and her demeanor is, you know, I think Mike and Julie would tell you more, but it's just, she's just the calmest, happiest cow. Um, Hard charging, like get out of her way. She wants to eat. She wants to milk. (laughs) but just just loves the attention and when she gets on that halter she knows there's something special about her she you know she's like the great racehorses she wants to compete there's something about her but she's just easy going happy cow and the best thing is she's you know she's reproductively uh, a, a monster she you know a lot of these show cows are a little tough to get bred and fortunately yeah. knock on wood footloose has not been one of them Well, that's fantastic. And I guess that kind of leads me to my next question. For those that are interested, are there any opportunities to get in on the Footloose family through embryos or progeny? (laughs) Well, Laura, anybody that knows me knows that I'm all about selling all the time. So (laughs) so I laugh when you ask that question. Of course, there are opportunities. yeah, so the, the great news we have is Footloose is already confirmed pregnant. Uh, one unit of semen bred back for uh, next year. She'll calve next end of May next year and uh, should be ready to roll again. So we've got a very limited uh, opportunity of time to IVF the cow, but uh, we are, you know, we are selling eggs out of the cow. Uh, we did uh, have consigned several calves, I think, we have 10 daughters of the cow or so at this point. One of them will probably sell at our big sale in Nashville uh, in December. So, mm-hmm. and, and several breeders have daughters of the cow too that, you know, I'm sure would make embryos available uh, down the road. But for us out of Footloose, the line's pretty long to get embryos and, and the period of time is pretty short. But um, we're, you know, we're optimistic with daughters and, and then her future, we can make a lot of babies. Yep. Well, I guess, uh, talking about her future you know you said she's bred back now you have a short window for her for IVF um what are your plans with that what type of sires do you think you guys will be using in these matings or where do you think you're going to go in the future with Footloose yeah we want to try to make the next Footloose um obviously that's the goal of owning great cows um and I think her pedigree will let us do that so we're using you know, right now we're trying to use the top two or three type proven bulls. We'll probably stay more with the proven bulls that we know what the daughters look like uh, mm-hmm. for her. The The demand internationally for Lambda embryos is tremendous. Um, the matings we've done with the cow, we have Lambda daughters, we have tattoo daughters, and we have Goldwyn daughters. 
Uh, so those are all kind of fun matings. Um, and, and for the foreseeable future, it looks like Lambda uh, will be a, uh, you know, a popular mating uh, to fill embryo contracts for a while on the cow. I would anticipate before we're done, uh, Dropbox may be a bull that we use on her. Uh, if we're going to go out on a limb on a young, uh, on a younger high type uh, young bull. Uh, so that's kind of our ideas, Laura. Not, not tons of exciting uh, you know, risky matings at this point. And I think next year, you know, we'll get a lot more aggressive making calves. Yep. Okay. Well, that's great to know. And I'm sure people will be excited to hear that. So another little sentimental piece in this puzzle was that Dave Diamond strapped footloose this year, and he was also on the halter of Frosty in 09 and 10 when she was named Supreme. What do you think this meant to him? But also, what did this mean to your team? Well, it meant a lot to both, you know, our group and to Dave. Uh, interestingly, Laura, um, Dave dug out the old uh, boots that he wore, uh, his his ropers that he wore when he led Frosty and wore the exact same boots, however many years, is it 13 years later, uh, to lead Footloose. So so I guess it's all in the shoe. Uh, we're, I'm telling it, I told him not to get rid of those <laughs> shoes. I don't care if they fit or not. but. Uh, uh, so that's how that's how cool it was for Dave. Um, and Dave said the demeanor and the way you present her and Frosty were uncanny. The similarities, how the cow was both glided, how they loved the spotlight and just loved to be turned loose and and display themselves. And and so it was it was really neat. The other really cool thing we did on Saturday was we went down by the by the willows and the pond with Footloose and took the same shots that they took uh, way back in nine and 10 with Frosty by the, by yes. the ponds and under the willows with the trophies and banners. And so we've got great, great shots of Footloose in the exact same, uh, you know, hallowed ground that Frosty was uh, back in nine and 10. And uh, so, yeah, the, the combination of Dave leading Frosty and Footloose meant a lot, I think to him, you know, probably considered the, the greatest of his trade in the world. Yeah. Um, but, but the fact that he did it with, with a daughter and granddaughter is pretty, pretty neat. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, yes, I saw the composite that Beth Heard just put together of um, Frosty and Footloose, and that was quite amazing. Beth does such a good job with her photos. So that was, that's uh, something to frame for sure. So Tim, you have quite the history within the dairy industry and Expo itself. You've had numerous champions, you've judged here, but I guess I'm wondering where does this achievement of Footloose being named Supreme rank for you? Yeah, it. you know, I have had a very fortunate career. Uh, Sharon and I have uh, a lot of, a lot of great memories. And, and as we walk through, you know, what this business means to us, it's, you know, aside from our family um, and our friends, the business means uh, more to us than most anything in the world. So, it, you know, when you're at the top of the game and uh, there are cattle that you believe in and you invest in, there, there's a great, great feeling of accomplishment. Um, but I think maybe, Laura, the part for Sharon and I that's the neatest is the friendships, you know, the connection now we have with the Vieras in California. Uh, nobody has ever come onto the scene in this business in the past five years like Vieira's, particularly yes. in the jerseys and dominated a breed like they have. 
Um, fantastic people. They've got a huge commitment to this business and our, our friendship and partnership with Vieras has, you know, has been a great benefit of this. But aside from that, you know, the great relationship we have with Mike and Julie and their kids um, and Julie's parents, um, it's all, I, I think for Sharon and I, the accomplishment is great for the cow and great for our business. But the number of friends that we involve in this thing, uh, that's what makes it really, really rewarding to us. And I think, you know, for us in the industry, it's it's the pinnacle of what we try to do, um, you know, to, to try to be at the top of the game. And, and we're fortunate because we, you know, we had a great run with Blexi and we had a great run with Gold Barbara and and several other fun cows. But Footloose is right there with them and, and uh, feel pretty lucky when we got home. The Vermont from Expo, we kind of pinch ourselves and say, how did these couple Vermont hillbilly kids end up with so much good luck? But, but we'll, we'll take the good luck. That's awesome. And um, just to reiterate one of your very first statements, I definitely think Footloose uh, is the iconic cow that you were looking for. I just want to thank you so much, Tim, for taking the time to share about Footloose and your experience at World Dairy Expo this year. Thanks, Laura. It's been great being on with you. Thanks for letting us be part of it. This wraps up our Bova News podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription platform or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts on upcoming podcasts. This has been your host, Laura Dummer, and from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.